This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Triple eight seven twenty seven back is the number. Obviously, it's a historic day because yesterday was the douche hall of fame vote for Hillary Clinton. Yep, uh, she is in. And now I see uh, Jeffy has attempted, uh, <laughs> I believe, to to minimize the possibility of a constitutional crisis by putting on a makeshift mm. plaque addition to the douche hall of fame. We plaque. always have a pre-placking sticker. That's true. A pre-placking sticker. That is true. Mm-hmm. And so this is in lieu of the actual hardware that is coming. It's pending. It, it hasn't obviously been made yet. And uh, we're working on that. And as soon as it's made, it'll go into the uh, plaque as, as the other ones have. But in the meantime, Correct. it looks a lot like, like what you see here. Correct. <laughs> a little sloppy, yet uh, effective. There you go. So, uh, big day, big day. Oh, yeah, and there's also, I guess, uh, ele- election? Uh, I guess is that... <laughs> I hadn't heard. I hadn't heard. I guess there's an election going on today. <clears throat> um, the least important election in U.S. history, in mm-hmm. which two people in the douche hall of fame are going up and <laughs> doing battle against each other. I mean, I, you know, look, I, 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 you know, maybe we'll go over this a little bit later. I wrote something up about who I voted for and why I voted for them. But it's a... It's a, it's a, it's a you rarely hear someone come to us and say, hey, guys, you know who's great? Donald Trump. They almost always come and say, guys, you have to vote for Donald Trump because Hillary Clinton's so bad. I know Trump is terrible, but Hillary Clinton's so much worse. And there's um, a chance that maybe, perhaps, mm-hmm. he'll go and get, suddenly get smart and uh, knowledgeable mm-hmm. and nice <laughs> and wise. Yeah. And do all the things that we want him to do. Right. Yeah. There's a chance monkeys will fly out my butt, too. But I'm not going to take that chance. I'm really yeah. not. I'm just not going to. I'm not going to bet on it. There's a, I'm uh, not going to bet on it. There's a great moment um, in the documentary, Real Genius, uh, with Val Kilmer, in mm. which um, he comes into the room and uh, uh, Mitch, uh, come, Mitch Taylor, comes into the room and... Um, uh, uh, Chris Knight, played by Val Kilmer, um, is uh, uh, standing on his head. And he says to Mitch Taylor, would you be prepared if gravity reversed itself? Now, of course, Chris is prepared because he's standing on his head. <laughs> mm-hmm. However, is it a rational thing to prepare for? Because could it reverse itself? I guess it could. But then you wind up standing on your head all the time. Probably not worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are just some of the lessons that we learned um, from 
real genius, obviously, laser technology, popcorn, lots of things. But that is probably the most important mm-hmm. thing. You can't really prepare for everything. We say this all the time with, uh, with <laughs> when we do our My Patriot Supply commercials. It's like... You can knock out 99%. You can knock out 99% of things that could go wrong when it comes to eating with my Patriot Supply. However, you're probably never going to get to the Walking Dead area uh, of preparation. You're never going to be able to prepare for that. Unless you have a 30-year supply of food, which is impractical. But, I mean, a 30-year... It's impractical. Again, year 31 comes eventually, does it not? (laughs) Yeah, it does. Again, there's really... It does. Yeah, you can't... You can sit here and obsess about every single possibility. But if I could cover myself until my mid-80s, I'd be okay with that. And then I'll just die. Thank you. But with Trump, people act as if it's, (laughs) ah, it's a 60-40, he'll be a great president. No, it's not. No, it's not even close to that. It's not even close. I honestly think there's just as good a chance, if not a better chance, that she will be a better president. Now, the reason that you'd say, like, well, wait a minute, how can you say that? She's going to be a incredible liberal. Well, yes, uh, and she will be an awful president. I think. Uh, no, no. It's over. It's not even worth considering the fact that she'd be a good president. But if I had to compare the two, at least there's a possibility that Democrat or the Republican Senate would stop her. Uh, I think uh, from mm-hmm. her more liberal things, um, and you know maybe she'll she'll fall in line with 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 some of the things Clinton did and pull off a welfare reform or two. It's not impossible. She it was it already happened with with a Clinton with mm-hmm. her husband in the White House. There was a couple things you could pull out of that administration. Overall, it was a terrible presidency, and I would expect nothing less. With him, the issue why I think there's almost no chance whatsoever of him being a good president is because. You see how Republicans are acting with him, and they are all bending over and folding over to the ground already. Mm-hmm. He, everything he wants to do that's liberal will be easy for him because Democrats will come on board with it. They'll say, yeah, sure, we want that liberal thing. And Republicans will be too wussified by him to object to it. So, I mean, while I didn't vote for either of them, and I would not vote for either of them, I think there's an argument to be made. And several smart people have made it to, uh, on the program. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, you know what, eh, you know, actually she would be better. I don't think so. I think they're both going to be disasters, but I can understand the thought process. I, yeah. I mean, I really can't. I mean, I, yeah. I don't see any reason to believe he would be better. I mean, he's, Well, there, there isn't there's, no reason to there, believe it. There really isn't. There, there just isn't. Uh, I mean, we've got, like, we've, we've talked about this many times. It's not like this guy just popped into our lives uh, eight months ago or a year ago. We've known about him for 40 years. We've known about him for 40 years. He's the same guy today that he was in those bombastic old clips that we have on him back in the 80s. He's the same freaking guy. I mean, I, I don't get where people are well, he's, I mean, you, he'll be good at s- some stuff, and he never loses. He's lost over and over and over again. Yeah. He's been bankrupt six times. He's lost a lot. Many of his bank, uh, his his businesses folded. I mean, we've been through that list a bunch of times. About twelve of them, twelve to fifteen businesses gone that didn't work. And he seems to have no ability or honestly interest in improving. And that's really the part that bothers he me. He doesn't think he needs to. Yeah, I was going to say he does. There's no way right. he thinks he needs to. I mean, listen to the, like, the way he talks about policy now. And when in July 2015, when he came, I think it was July when he came down the escalator. Um, there's no added knowledge about these policies. It's the same mm-hmm. speeches. It's the same generalized China's bad, therefore trade dealers are, trade deals are bad. Uh, we need a wall. I mean, it's the same crap. 
we're a year and a half in. Like, where's the growth? Now, mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily expect growth from, uh, you, know, uh, you know, Mitt Romney, right? Like, Mitt Romney is a polished, politician-y guy who gets into a race and is, generally speaking, the same guy 18 months afterwards because he's all, he was that guy, he's been that guy for a long time. Donald Trump is... All the excuses made for Trump were he's just getting into this. He's a businessman. You would have never thought about this stuff before. Of course, why would he? I mean, you got to give him a break. All right, well, we'll give him a break for 15 months. What about the last three? I mean, yeah. he's still, he hasn't mm. seemed to, it's not even that he can't do it. He doesn't seem to have any interest in understanding the world. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a real negative. Um, now, again, she has, yeah. in, 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 I mean, Negatives, uh, I mean, it's almost impossible how many negatives um, she has. But uh, he's, you know, again, like I don't think any other candidate would have lost to Hillary, and I don't think any other candidate would have lost to Trump. You know, and we we saw this with the polls today. There's a poll that came out, uh, one of the Selzer polls uh, came out and said, hey, uh, what if it was Obama's third term versus Trump? Uh, Obama wins 53-41. What if it's Romney versus Hillary? Romney wins 50 to 40. I mean, those are blowout level elections, you know, and there's some mm-hmm. I think you can put a couple asterisks on stuff like that where you're like, well, there haven't been people have been thinking Why about them didn't as much. Mitt Romney run this time. Why didn't he run? Even if he did the Evan McMullen thing, <sighs> he would have a real chance. He would have a real, because the issue, the reason why Trump didn't fully fall apart after, uh, you know, the, the Billy Bush tape, for example, that didn't he didn't he dropped from, you know, being down three to down eight or whatever it was. But he didn't fully fall apart and was able to kind of come back on it because there's really no other option that people saw as a legitimate option. Gary Johnson wasn't inspiring anybody. Evan McMullen was only on the ballot in a few states. So there was no one to go to. If if Romney had run as a third party option, I mean, he probably would have made a real debt and might have won the thing. Might have. Uh, Rand Paul is another one. Might if have. Rand Paul was running as a libertarian, I think he probably would have won the election yeah. or at least had a really good chance to win it. Rand's problem was he ran as a Republican. Yeah. And so that would have been, you know, uh, in, in fact, some people would call it illegal. Uh, what, what are you doing? Whatever it is, it's really noisy. Stop it. <laughs> which oh, we should oh clarify God. which pill are you taking blue one okay is that a good one is that good? Okay, yeah it some, is as a matter of fact this election day i may need some of your help uh, oh man uh, you know i will say i'm in a new place and i don't i don't even know why it just i it just hit me okay not only did we survive obama obama who was the worst of all time mm-hmm, certainly terrible. in my lifetime you can make a case that maybe LBJ and, and Woodrow yeah. Wilson and, uh, and FDR were worse. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's pretty close. Not only did we survive Barack Obama, who is a Marxist, in my opinion, and there's a lot of evidence to back that up, but we survived Bill Clinton, too, who I thought at one time when I was in my late 20s, early 30s, guy's the Antichrist. I really believed that at first. <laughs> I really thought this guy might be, if not the Antichrist, and Antichrist. And so we survived it. And we're talking about the same Bill Clinton? You're talking about the same. William Jefferson yeah, that's, Clinton? That's yeah. who I'm talking about. Huh. And even though 1997, during the Clinton administration, was probably one of the worst years of my life. Not probably, definitely was. Uh, year of unemployment. And so the economy wasn't great for me in the 90s. Uh, I survived it. I survived all of it. And the country survived it. And then we we survive someone worse in Barack Obama. We'll survive these two, either one of these two. Yeah, somehow. I, I mean, I do believe, even though they're worse. 
Trump is worse. Hillary is probably worse. Yeah, it's a weird combination of things you have to do, because I think that's completely the right attitude in that, like, we are actually going to survive this. And, and yeah. we. but if you're not vigilant at the same time, you can have a situation where you don't survive it. Right. No like, if question. you just give up and are like, oh, no I don't question. have to ever think about politics again. I don't have to yeah. care about it. You can't do that. Well, then, you know, you, you could get North Korea. Right. And, and then all of a sudden yeah. it is, you know, you don't survive it. Right. Um, but I mean, I thought about this and I, I don't know. I, I think only this audience would understand this. I think the mainstream media type <laughs> audience would reject this and think it's ridiculous. But let me throw this one by you. Um, <clears throat> I want to get to a place in which I think about these elections um, and the, the political happenings of the day the same way I think about global warming. And I saw this as I, I was watching some video of, of crazy global warming activists, and one of them was crying. They were so passionate. And I realized, I thought to myself, you know, first of all, I kind of laughed. <laughs> and then I thought to myself, what a bizarre world this must be for them. Because to these people, it is a very real possibility that they're all going to die and the <laughs> earth is going to essentially cease to support life. Mm -hmm. Like, that is their real world life every day. It's going to incinerate? or It's going to incinerate or yeah. it's, it, you know, uh, the oceans are going to kill all the fish. We're going to have nowhere to live. Everyone's going to die within a generation, right? And if you believe that everyone's going to die in a generation because of the horror choices these evil Exxon executives were making. Gosh, what a horrible world that would be, mm -hmm. right? And I look at it and it's like, you know what? I follow the global warming developments, but there's never a moment where I'm afraid that we're all going to die because global warming is going to be so serious that we're all going to perish in the fiery flood that is predicted. Mm -hmm. I, it could be something that's serious, but I believe that if it, well, if it does turn into that, that and we wind up learning that it is more serious than I currently believe it is, then we will adapt to it and we will innovate and we will be able to solve those problems. That's how I look at it. And that's how I want to look at everything. You know, I mean, that mm -hmm. is like with the election, like Donald Trump, I, do I think he would be the, you know, one of the worst presidents of all time if he was elected? I really do. I really do. But you know what? We survived Barack Obama. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm not saying that you give up. You have to still fight these things. But to let it affect your life the way that at times I've allowed it to during the campaign, um, and mainly before the primary is over, because now they both suck. But, I mean, to, to get it to that point where it's affecting you that way is, is not what I aspire to. I, I would rather be a different person than that. I would rather be a person who is able to just step back and realize all the good things that we have and all the positives, you know, you have family and all those things. That I would rather have that, that side win. I would also like that to happen with the Philadelphia Eagles as I watch them, but that will never happen. <laughs> uh, we all know I will be tortured, and that it, there is a fiery flood coming when it comes to the Philadelphia Eagles at all times. But it's like I would just rather be the person who's able to step back from that. And I'm able to do yeah. it with certain issues, be but nice. others you get emotionally invested on. And, you know, emotions, obviously there's value to them. <laughs> but a lot of times they just push you into places where, you know, it, you don't wind up liking your life when you when you let them control you. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I, I, hopefully we can all get there. Uh, but I, it's not going to happen until at least tomorrow. <laughs> I guarantee you mm -hmm. today is not that day, at least for most people. Well, according to Reuters, uh, Clinton has a 90 percent chance to be the winner today. Um, although that may be a little premature because Donald Trump has just claimed a couple of major endorsements, last-minute endorsements. And uh, here's his big announcement yesterday.
He called today and he said, Donald, I support you. You're my friend. It's Tom Brady. And I voted for you. Yay. Tom Brady said he voted for Donald. Good. Oh, good. If an NFL quarterback said that, then I want to tell you, this guy is a champ and he is a winner and he is a great person. So I said, so, Tom. You voted for me. You support me. Am I allowed to say it tonight to this massive crowd in New Hampshire? He said, if you want to say it, you can say it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. 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 That's what a champ is all about. (laughs) (laughs) And another person very close to Tom, actually, for a lot of reasons. You'll understand in a second. I have unbelievable respect for him. Champion in every way. And... I was in the plane, and they handed me a letter, and it was from Coach Belichick. Now, this is obviously smart for Trump to do. He's in New Hampshire, and uh, everyone loves them there. Um, You know, I'm not as big a fan. Um, So, uh, but, uh, you know, again, I understand that. And everyone's believed that Brady is supporting the entire time. Yeah, he had that that, uh, Make America Great Again cap in his locker a long time ago. Yeah, so everyone... I think it was in the preseason we first talked about that. Now, the Belichick thing, as far as I know, is new. Um, I at least didn't know beforehand that Belichick... uh, Yeah, I didn't know that either. I would have guessed he was probably Democrat. Yeah, I kind of would, I think, too. Uh, Especially being in the... Anyone who lives... I mean, he's not from Massachusetts necessarily, but he's been living there for a long time. Um, Now, Trump went on to read a letter from Belichick, which was a lengthy explanation as to why Belichick... So, And I haven't heard Belichick come out and say he isn't supporting him, so I I don't believe... Um, that uh, that one was false. However, I will give you this. Uh, Giselle's Instagram page today, user uh, a, a commenter on the, uh, on the Instagram page writes, Hey, Giselle, I heard you and Tom were backing Trump. Is that true? Gis- Giselle's response, uh, it was in capitals, no. <laughs> really? With an expl- so exclamation. The question was you and Tom. You and Tom. Now, it's possible she just didn't read it correctly, and Tom is supporting and she's not. I don't know. Um, you know, I, would, I certainly would not expect Giselle to be supporting Donald Trump. No I don't, again, don't know why. I mean, he cer- certainly seems to have uh, models around him often. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's an interesting thing because she's coming out and, and saying, no, he doesn't seem to be commenting on it quite yet. Um, but he's apparently Brady's get, is getting beat up quite a bit uh, on his social media account. I'm sure for this. I'm sure. I, you know, and you wonder why, honestly, you bother oh. if you're if you're okay. uh, if you're Brady. First of all, it's already fairly clear who you're supporting. Um, mm. and, you know, it's a no win. I, I guess you just you know you think it's important and and you, you take the hits. And you know, it's why we do what we do, right? I mean, maybe yeah. he really believes it and really likes Trump, which is fine. We're not NFL quarterbacks, though. This is what we do. Yeah. He doesn't need to do it. No, he doesn't. So I, it is kind of unusual for him to do that. I mean, you don't hear Aaron Rodgers talking about who he's going to vote for. You don't hear, you know, well, if Aaron Eli was Manning having a good season it. and you know back in prime shape, people might be talking to him. So you had to you had to poke me in a sore spot. Is that what you had to do? I'm just Said, commenting on. Did that please you? Do you did. feel better? Does it feel better yes. about yourself? Right. Um, <laughs> before we go to break, let me do this because we've got a lot of stuff today. First of all, we're going to give you some really uh, real great list of ballot initiatives and stuff going on today, which I always find those conversations interesting. All the crazy things people are voting on around the country. We have that. Uh, also, we'll talk about I've got uh, my who I'm voting for coming up. We can kind of go through that as well. But this one I thought was interesting. 
If you want my answer for what's actually going on in this election, I suspect we are experiencing God's wrath. <laughs> I look at the headlines, our candidates, our political parties, our civic life, and mostly what occurs to me is that God has given us over to ourselves this election, and he lets us make fools of ourselves with it. In the biblical accounts of Chronicles, you see the pattern. Faithful kings seek after, God's, and, uh, after God and ensure that a faithful liturgy is celebrated in Solomon's temple. Unfaithful kings make alliances with wicked nations and cement these alliances with uh, idolatrous we- uh, worship in the high places or even the temple itself. goes on for a, a pretty lengthy case. Say. Um, Everywhere in the last decade, the leadership class of the Western world has been exposed for its greed, its stupid clubbiness, its shallowness. In democracy, citizens are said to be the sovereign of their nations. What have we as citizens done to repair the damage to bring uh, justice to our countries? We do nothing. Turn on cable TV, shout at someone on Twitter. But for those who can't accept it, God's judgment is a good thing. The same fire that consumes the chaff is used to purify gold and silver. And I started reading this, and I'm like... You know, oh, it's, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's God's judgment. It's actually, he's actually making a case he believes it's mm-hmm. God's judgment. I mm-hmm. mean, we, this is what we deserve uh, based mm-hmm. on the way we've acted. This selection yeah. is what we deserve. And I got to say, you know. Something to it. There is, we certainly deserve it. You can be an atheist and see that. Yeah, I think so. We certainly deserve it. Uh, so. Um, we'll come back on the other side. We have uh, the last the, kind of the closing arguments from Hillary and Trump. We'll give you that uh, and uh, a whole lot more. Uh, but first, let's uh, talk to you about, uh, you know, I don't know, sleep. I will say last night I was here um, working on various things for our election coverage and everything else. I didn't get out of here until so freaking late. I got home. I slept for like three hours and then I came back. Like that is that's the life uh, when you are doing news coverage around the election. You you see the reporters eyes uh, as they come on television now and there's like the circles are there. I mean, it is exhausting. This is not a hard job as compared to your job because your job is probably like a real job. But this is difficult for us because we're pathetic and out of shape. So uh, when we don't get to sleep, uh, it really becomes an issue for us. Yeah. So you, you want to choose bed sheets that are really, really comfortable yeah. and just aid in that sleep. And, the, and these are sheets we're talking about that three U.S. presidents use. They're bowl and branch. They're fantastic. Yeah. And, and they're so good because uh, you, you probably never felt anything like it, in fact. They, they, right. These sheets are comparable to bed sheets that cost $1,000 or more. It's, I mean, it's hard to believe that you can buy sheets for your bed that cost $1,000, right. but you can't. That's more than Jeffy's house, uh, right. where his bed is stored, which is, I mean, a bed is probably stretching, and it's really more of a bunch of cardboard boxes stacked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, that's, that's uh, mm-hmm. pretty nice for Jeffy. Home is where the heart is. <laughs> uh, these guys have really reinvented the way this is done. They sell direct to you from their website, none of the outrageous department store markups. I mean, those can be 800% markups. You need to avoid those. Go to Bowl and Branch directly, and they will hook you up. Luxury linens on your bed for a fraction of the traditional price. Bowl and Branch sheets are ethically made they have, they're from organic cotton they were the first bedding brand to be fair trade certified, if that's the kind of stuff you're looking for and is important to you. No pesticides, which is important to me. I, I don't want that. They've been praised for their quality, for the natural softness. I mean, these are luxurious beds, bed sheets. I, so, uh, I add my own pesticides. You do? Yeah, they don't come with pesticides, but you can add them if you want them. 
Yeah, a lot of people probably won't want to. Uh, but good for you, Stu, for going a different way. There you go. Make your bed a better place. Try Bull and Branch. For 30 nights, shipping is free. And if you're not completely in love with them, just send it back for a full refund. Go to bullandbranch.com. Use promo code BLAZE to save $50 off your first set of sheets. Spelled B-O-L-L and branch.com. Promo code BLAZE. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. Triple eight seven twenty seven back is the phone number. Uh, so, are you an undecided voter still? So, like, I don't know, Trump or Clinton? Uh, they're both such good options. Which one shall I choose? Well, they're making their last minute closing arguments. Uh, let's start with Hillary. Here's uh, Hillary's final ad. I think we can all agree it's been a long campaign. Yes. But tomorrow, you get to pick our next president. No, it's actually today. So here are a few oh, things that, that I hope you'll yeah. think about. <laughs> First, it's not just my name and my opponent's name on the ballot. Mm. It's the kind of country we want for our children and grandchildren. No, there's other people on Is it America too. dark and divisive or hopeful and inclusive? Our core values are being tested in this election. But everywhere I go, people are refusing to be defined by fear and division. Look, we, we all know we've come through some hard economic times and mm-hmm. we've seen some pretty big changes. But I believe in our people. I love this country, and I'm convinced our best days are still ahead of us if we reach for them together. I want to be a president for all Americans, not just those who support me in this election, for everyone, because we all have a role to play in building a stronger fairer America. That was her double. Fairer. Shut up. That was her body double. That. that wasn't even her. Fairer Nuss. I mean, it was a good delivery and a, yeah. a good message. She just doesn't mean it. I'm so tired of the fairness garbage. Can right. we stop with the fairness garbage? Because, you know, that means something else. Other it, than, yes, yeah. it's code speed. <laughs> I mean, you for, like fairness, uh, but that, what they're saying means something else. But life else. isn't necessarily fair. No, not at all. I mean, get over that crap. Come on. Uh, first of uh, all, I, I would say as far as delivery, I think you're right in that, like, she should never speak in another environment. No, that was great. Right? <laughs> she was actually <laughs> like that. There. Yeah, that was a good delivery. Yeah. She should never make a speech. Like, all of her right. things should be in small rooms. she starts to get screechy. She gets screechy. And that's not yeah. just because yeah. she's a woman. There's a lot of women who speak and, and don't get screechy. Yeah, she just... She does. Her voice is she real does. rough. But that yeah. was actually, a, you know, fine. That was great. Um, and I don't know when they recorded that. It may have been a long time ago. Um, and, and that's what I find... What I find on right now with this, because I think Trump is so terrible, what I find mm. is a lot of times you see these Democratic ads... Um, 
which are they're able to hit points that I actually agree with. Um, and I know, as someone who follows this closely, that they don't mean any of this crap. I, you know, they, I don't trust them at all. So I, I don't believe they actually mean it. But I think to the average person who is just out there and doesn't follow this stuff every day, you see that ad, and I think you might say, you know, I'm not, I'm not crazy about her, but I mean, maybe she's the better option. She said she wants to be the president for all people. So maybe she means that. Now, does Donald Trump do the same thing in his ad, in his closing argument? I doubt it. All right, let's see. Well, let's see. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement, and we will take back this country for you, and we will make America great again. Two really interesting, different approaches. I mean, he, he obviously is painting a really dark picture of America, um, which has been what he's done. And I think it connects with a lot of people. Um, a lot of the things he talks about um, in there connect with people. I don't know that they're mm-hmm. all, you know, necessarily true, but what, she say is, what she's saying isn't true either. You don't have a choice between one person telling the truth and one person who's lying. You have the choice between two people who are lying if you chose to go down that road. Um, and I, I think both of those are, I would say, generally speaking, effective messages. It's interesting to see, obviously you could see this is, a, this is teleprompter city for Donald Trump in that he's been saying the entire campaign, it's him, he alone can fix this. And now it's, uh, it's us. It, you can, you're the only people who can save America. We can do it together. I mean, it's a completely different message to when he was last time talking. Plus, um, he doesn't talk like that uh, outside of a teleprompter. Right. That does not sound like him. All right, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. More patents, too, coming up in a sec here. Jeffy found and felt like sharing with us so we don't have to talk anymore. <laughs> uh, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Actually, yesterday at the end of the show, we talked a little bit, uh, teased the uh, South Carolina uh, serial killer uh, story mm-hmm. that's going on. And that's still ongoing. And uh, the man is charged with kidnapping the 30-year-old woman and keeping her chained in his storage shed. Uh, charged now with four counts of murder as of Sunday in connection with a quadruple homicide that took place 13 years ago. Now, mm. big surprise. Uh, 
he's suspected in his, his deaths of as many as seven people. They're still digging around in his property, uh, looking for more bodies. So they have found seven. Uh, he's suspected in seven. I'm not sure if the, how many bodies. I think they've only. I don't think they've found seven. I think they've some, found four. So, oh, they have found I multiple. Because yeah. sometimes you see with these cases, you get a guy, he gets caught. And then he confesses to a bunch of murders he's aware of that are unsolved. And then they, you know, they're like, oh, well, we think he's done 20 murders. And then you find out he just was basically falsely confessing to them. Because these people obviously are bizarre if you're on a serial killer and, you know, you get down that road a little bit. He, um, uh, right. In uh, South Carolina, uh, he was a real estate agent. And I'm not sure if he was. Uh... <laughs> Only realtors can be uh, members of the National Association of Realtors. <laughs> he was part of the and South Carolina he... Real Estate Commission. Okay, what, but was he a member of the National Association of Realtors? I don't know that. Because I guess um, only, realtors only realtors can be can be <laughs> members of the, the National, National Association, Association of Realtors. He's just a you know he's a, a weird character. So this guy's and, a realtor and he's a serial killer. A well, this serial is a, killing well, realtor. When he came to South Carolina, amazingly, he lied. Oh, wow. Because uh, he moved to South Carolina after huh. serving 15 years for kidnapping. Uh, for the abduction of a 14-year-old in Tempe, Arizona. Are they going to have to change their motto to only realtors and serial killers can be members of the National Association of Realtors? Yes, it's very possible. So when he moved to South Carolina after his prison term mm-hmm. and after he's supposed to be a registered sex offender, yeah. he uh, got a pilot's license, earned a degree at the University of South Carolina, uh, began pursuing the real estate career, uh, amazingly lying on his application about the details of his 87 conviction. Mm. Uh, huh. You like to have so. an accomplished serial killer, though. You know, if you're going to be killed by somebody, you want somebody with a pilot's license. Right? I mean, <laughs> isn't that important to you? If somebody's going to, you know, chain you up in their basement or whatever, you want to make sure that they've been a pilot or they've graduated from high school or college, at least, you know, and done some other things, like become a member of the National Association of Real <laughs> So, uh... He was. This is so. What is the Amazon link to this? Because this okay. is a really weird, it's part a weird of the story. This yeah. is, he had a, an Amazon account, and under mm-hmm. his uh, well, his name, he was going by me, M E. But uh, it's looking. It was now, linked to him, though. Correct. And so he was reviewing products that he was using. Mm-hmm. That they're presuming that he was using in the uh, murders. In the murders, right? Right. Wow. So he began, uh, mm-hmm. you know, reviewing. Uh, uh, posted reviews for padlocks, tactical gear, targets, knives. One review about a padlock, uh, the Amazon user wrote, solid locks have five on a shipping container, won't stop them, but sure will slow them down till they're too old to care. Okay, someone's in there, staying in there. Review of a knife, uh, haven't stabbed anyone yet, yet, but I'm keeping the dream alive. Uh, when I do, I'll, I'll, it'll be with a quality tool like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, these are you know the next one uh, post is is really fascinating, but it's I don't know what you make of it. You know, um, you go look back now, but I mean, how many times we've we seen Facebook posts? You just disregard them. Well, you know, I, mean, I don't think you, I don't think you could say, well, the police missed this one. He was right. saying he was going to stab someone. I right. mean, people joke on those reviews all yes, the time. They do. Uh, but it is fascinating to it look is. back that, you know, this is probably what this guy was actually doing with this stuff. With the mm-hmm. uh, shovel, uh, with a folding handle, he posted, uh, the user, me, uh, posted a review suggesting keep in car for when you have to hide the bodies and you left the full-size shovel at home. Does not come with the midget, which would have been nice. Wow, that is really wow. creepy. 
That's super creepy. Yeah. So, I mean, there's going to be more uh, coming out about this guy and his property. And I, I would, you know, I'm going to be, it's going to be um, interesting. I don't know about fascinating. It's going to be interesting to see just how many bodies he has. Yeah. So far, it looks like they found three of the seven they suspect. Um, the reviews, by the way, uh, tactical vests, uh, gun magazine pouches, um, uh, weapons mounts, emergency medical kits, uh, s- snipers uh, and emergency war surgery. B- oh, books about snipers and emergency war surgery. Other reviews for electronics, dogs, toys, music, and DVDs of The Walking Dead. <laughs> so he's a fan. Well, yeah, I mean, don't look at me like that. I mean, I just, I, do you know the guy? I like okay. the show. <laughs> I mean, he, he shares some attributes with you, I noticed, in some of the photos. Yeah, he's not quite as tall as me, but, you know. But... I will say he does not look athletically overweight. No, he does not. No. He looks uh, just uh, <laughs> yeah. He looks uh, overweight. overweight. Yes, he, he does. And he has uh, he has an interesting uh, amount of uh, uh, breast tissue. Uh, now, anyway, it's voting day, and uh, <laughs> it's voting day. And uh, good news: there's plenty of places giving away free stuff if you vote. I mean, we talk about okay. uh, what is going on, but I mean, Starbucks giving away free tall coffee to people with proof of uh, voting, or just tell them you voted. We'll give you a free cup of coffee. Okay. That's nice. nice right. Krispy Kreme giving away free star-shaped donuts with red, white, and blue sprinkles on it. Why don't we have that? I, I, Where are the donuts? I why don't, don't we, know. Why don't we have that? I don't know. Uh, ben and Jerry's giving away a free scoop. Any flavor. Why don't we have that? Why don't we have that? <laughs> uh, this why don't is, we have This it? is one thing that we definitely need. Uh, selected, although you know, not elected, Chick-fil-A. Selected Chick-fil-A locations. Mm-hmm. Chicken sandwiches. Wow! Anyone with an "I voted" sticker? Oh wow! wow. I uh, so wow! I, I mean, come I just, on! I decided to uh, uh, to pass up the "I voted" sticker this time. Yeah, around. so did I. In fact, I don't think <laughs> I, I was yeah. even offered an "I voted." They had sticker. My, my wife grabbed one when we because we went together, and uh, she, she grabbed one. Uh, I just she's like, "Oh, you didn't get the sticker." I'm like, "Yeah, I don't really want to be asked about it." Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. What did you vote for? I really just want to be. I just really want to forget this year occurred. Yeah. That's kind of where I am yeah. right now. Uh, so I the only say. people at my polling booth, uh, at my polling location, were huge Trump supporters. Really? All holding signs, standing on the sidewalk, you know, accosting people as they walked by. Intimidating which, voters. I, I didn't think you were supposed to do. I, That's I, pretty close. The laws you're, are different in different states. Spo- I, but you are supposed to, uh, you know, they're, and they're within supposed so to be many a feet. certain. Yes, they're not supposed to be in the uh, the voting. Area yeah, they weren't within in the building. Area, that's there, for sure. They also, were not in the building. There's also a certain distance they're supposed to be away as well. I mean, that, not long ago we had the guy in the preliminary, in the early voting, they asked him to take his hat off, the Make America Great Again hat. He took it off. They wanted him to turn his T-shirt inside out uh, that said um, the uh, deplorable. He was oh, one of the deplorables, and he wouldn't do that. And so they kicked him out. I mean, they had him fined, arrested, and everything. Arrested? Yeah. Really? Yeah, they find him and everything. Yeah. I will say, um, I don't That's have weird. any problem Real with that. Uh, no. As far as... Well, uh, as like, far if as I the... see a guy with a deplorables t-shirt, that's going to affect my vote? I mean, I just don't understand that That's logic. just stupid. Now, it's one thing if they're harassing you or whatever at the at the, uh, at the polling location. It but shouldn't it... matter about his hat, no. either. Honestly, if you vote because of a hat, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and you really, that's honestly, shouldn't be no voting. There's no doubt about I, it. I mean, I... I it is something that we do. Oh, we should, you know what? I was going to vote for Hillary. 
But then I saw that guy's Make America Great hat, and I thought, <laughs> wow, that's true. I mean, I, how? I, I, I'm going to vote for Trump now. I used to uh, uh, drive <laughs> through a that? particular neighborhood in Pennsylvania uh, that, I, for whatever reason, politicians found this to be a, an effective tactic, which every election it would be the same thing. It would be like, vote no on eight. No on eight. <laughs> and then it would be like, vote. Uh, it would be it was things that like you you couldn't even know what it was. Mm-hmm. Right. Like they would just be but like when they're hoping that when you get to the ballot, you remember no one. You remember no one. Eight. I'm at eight. Oh, my gosh. Now, shouldn't no. you know? Well, shouldn't you know what it is <laughs> yes. and have yeah, an opinion should. on it? Yeah. And this is what, what I think is such a huge problem in our country. And so few it, people it will actually admit it and say this. But you know what? If you don't know, don't vote. If you're not aware of the issues, yeah. if you haven't spent 17 seconds thinking about topics that are important to elections, don't vote. There is no shame in, you know, we, I think I used this example on this show before, but heart surgery is really important. But there's no shame in not performing heart surgery if you haven't actually done the research as to how to do heart surgery. Yeah, but what if somebody really needs heart surgery? Right, you don't do it. You, you let you somebody else you handle it. You let someone else do it who Jeffy. can handle it. And then you know what? There's a lot of surgeons out there who will perform mm-hmm. surgery. But if you're not educated in, in the way to uh, actually do the surgery, don't volunteer. Don't run to the hospital. Don't get out the scalpel. Step back and let somebody who knows what they're talking about do it. This idea that it's your civic duty to vote. No, it's not. It's your civic duty to know about the issues and then go vote. It's not, it's not a one-step process. You're supposed to know something about this crap. The, the fact that ads work on anyone, that posters work on anyone, shows that, they, that, that many people who vote shouldn't be voting. Mm-hmm. They should stop that. Not you should not suppress their vote, but they should stop themselves. They should say, you know what? I got to admit, it's too much time on the Kardashians this time. I just, I did not. I don't know the Constitution. I didn't read anything about these issues. Mm-hmm. I just really like Housewives, and uh, I watch Real Housewives most of the time. I should have been thinking about this election. So you know what? I got to pass this one up. Yeah, I would respect that person a thousand times more than the moron who just walks into the booth and clicks the person who they think Beyonce likes. That is a mm-hmm. pathetic decision. Pathetic. Yeah, but if you were. Uh... If you were uh, busy, uh, not knowing about the issues, but still wanted a free sex toy from uh, Babe Land, and uh, you know, for okay. voting, uh, you know, you'd, you'd go, you'd go and vote. I mean, for you, at this point, it's really more of a storage issue for the sex toys. It's not a cost issue. <laughs> Batteries get expensive. Oh, that's a good point. I suppose they do. Mm. All right, triple eight seven two seven back. More patents to it coming up. Thank you for that, Jeffrey. No thanks. I mean, that's a, again, he brings a perspective that we don't yeah, get does. normally. Yes, he does. Realized that there is a job at the Pentagon for which Jeff Fisher is qualified. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah. The Pentagon has a team now to review porn. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, that's a good gig, too. I mean, is that is that right up your alley, that is if a you good will? Gig. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I got to say, I, I don't think it is. Um, I, that does it'd not, be a dark gig. A dark gig. I, well, two two examples of this. Uh, One, I oh. watched a um, a, a doc, it actually was a real documentary uh, on the guys who look for 
the child yeah. porn stuff, like because yeah. the, mm-hmm. there has to be an agent who identifies yep. it actually is child it's porn. It's difficult right? to go through. Yeah, you got to. And they looked like they were show. going through hell. Yes. On a more well, on a, Tim, um, you know our oh, friend yeah. Tim Beller, yeah. who's right. had to do that. Um, it kills you. I mean, it absolutely kills you if you care about it, right? Yeah, it's so it. disturbing. It's so awful. It's so hideous. If you care enough to be in the business to, to try to start it, place. yeah. I mean, I imagine. I mean, I can't even. Yeah. The, on a lighter note, um, I, I read an interview with a guy who was um, a like you know we have video editors here that put together the promos and they put together all. It was a video editor for porn. Yeah. So I mean. Somebody's got to do that gig, right? Like, yeah, you got to get so. all the raw sex footage and put, chop it up so it... <laughs> and, like, what... Like, there can't be a moment of that. After, you know, like, it, no matter how much, even if you're Jeffy-level liking porn, there can't be a moment where that's enjoyable. <laughs> like, it's just got to be, at some level, just... Like, it's just filthy, repetitive... Filth. Yuckiness. Yeah, it's and remember, they're cutting mm-hmm. out all the gross stuff you don't see in the movies, right, Jeffy? Have you lost your mind? <laughs> <laughs> I could not disagree with that gross, yucky. Mm. Anyway, you anymore. you might you might wonder why does the Pentagon have a team of people reviewing porn? Uh, apparently, to plan for future warfare scenarios. What kind of what? What? Uh, inform policymakers of defense intelligence matters, and according to a new new report, uh, review porn. Oh, okay, review porn for the U.S. military. Uh, so the the first couple had nothing to do with the porn. And I'm trying to figure out any material that is deemed sexually explicit is not allowed to be sold or rented on military bases. Military Honor and Decency Act prohibits the sale of any porn material. At a post exchange, PX, yeah, and the military has held censorship board meetings to discuss these issues. You can certainly sell it close to military bases, though, and make a lot of money at it. Uh, how do you know That's that? That's all I'm saying. How do you know that? All I'm saying. How do you know that? There are a number of, number of entertainment places mm-hmm. uh, across the great land of America mm-hmm. uh, that aren't far from military bases. Okay. You ever feel like Jeffy's saying something like in code to some weird audience you think is out, out there? You never know where it's going or what he's just communicated. I don't like to think about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no. So I try not Definitely. to. Definitely. Try not to. I was going to see if the general feeling was there for you. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, coming up, we have a couple of cool things, I think. Uh, which I, my favorite is, of course, the, uh, the list of ballot initiatives. Uh, what are people actually voting on? There's one really interesting one in Maine that I love. There's uh, a bunch of pot stuff uh, that I know Jeffy uh, fully. Um, I don't know. Actually, I don't know your opinion on that because of the fact that he, obviously your market goes away if it becomes legal. Well, some of the market goes away. I mean, why are people buying illegal pot from you if it's if it's legal and you can just get a license and go to a normal? Because they don't have to pay tax on it. And I can sell it to them cheaper and they get just as good a pot. <laughs> That was like he's already got this. Even he's already yeah no. no he's already figured this out. This has already been. I all mean, you, you asked the question, I answered. It. You did really fast, <laughs> like you had thought about it more than anything else you've ever thought about before. <laughs> uh, all right, so that's coming up, and some other stuff too that you <laughs> certainly won't want to miss on election day or any other day for that matter.
Richard Beck is the phone number. So here's who I voted for uh, and uh, why you should do the exactly, exactly the same thing as me. Okay? Uh, look, I'm never Trump. That's me. Unlike an unsurprising amount of people, I understand the, the meaning of the word never. I meant it when I said it. So I'll save you some time if you think I might reveal some last-minute change of heart and, and get on the Trump train and wear the, the MAGA hat. It ain't happening. So you're saying you meant it like uh, Ted Cruz meant it? No. <laughs> I'm never Trump until I am Trump? No. Oh. No, that's not exactly uh, how I feel. Really? No. Like Rick Perry meant it? No, no. When he said the cancer. Oh, yeah, when he said it, when Trump was a cancer. Yeah. That's how you meant it. I do mean Trump is a cancer. Uh, I just haven't changed that opinion at all. Oh, he's not a good cancer now? No. A good kind of cancer. A cancer no, that you'd like be you have... vice president for? Like you could be vice cancer. Right. <laughs> vice cancer we really should if he decides he's going to run for, we need uh, to call him that vice uh, cancer vice cancer <laughs> um i could spend an endless amount of time and you know i have telling you why i think donald trump is a disaster for conservatism the republican party the country the constitution however honestly i find almost no resistance to the idea that trump is terrible at least this side of peppy the frog fan fiction the argument is almost never that Trump is good, it's just that he might just possibly not be quite as bad as Hillary. So here's what we hear all the time. Hillary Clinton is uh, definitely awful, but we just don't know what Trump will be. How? How do you not know? The man has been in our faces for 30 years. Everything he has done in that time has gone through what I like to call extreme vetting he was <laughs> that's what he calls it too really? that's really wow, weird Why weird, do you, weird it's, coincidence. it's weird that you call it what he called <laughs> maybe it. i should be voting that's for him. weird <laughs> he has written at least eight books about what he believes or at least had someone write them for him he has at least five biographies written about his life and beliefs from outside sources donald trump is one of the best known figures in american culture he has lived his life with the subtlety of a baboon. In that time, he is, as measured by pretty much any metric that society normally uses, he has been almost exclusively awful. There is no reason to believe this would change if he was leading the free world. If you don't know, then you probably haven't been looking. Well, it's a binary choice. Every vote against Trump is a vote for Hillary. Let's look at the tax policy for a second. There are two ways to look at a tax cut. The left argues that a tax cut is a cost to the government. It's the government's money, and it is giving it to you through tax cuts. Conservatives say, no, it's co not costing the government anything. They're just taking less of my money. It's the same thing with your vote. People who tell me that I am costing Donald Trump a vote act as if it was his to lose. I can't take a vote away from Donald Trump because he never had it. The fact that Republicans think they are entitled to our votes it is, is what has brought us to the bottom of the crap heap where we currently reside. I don't owe Donald Trump my vote or anything else. It is his job to earn that vote. Character, policy, temperament, knowledge, by any standard, he has failed miserably. But there's a 99% chance that either Trump or Clinton will be president. You have to vote for someone that I can actually win. So how would you advise a Republican in Maryland to vote? There is considerably more than a 99% chance that Hillary Clinton will win Maryland. By this logic, a vote for Trump in Maryland is a wasted vote. He has no chance to win. Should a Republican in Maryland just suck it up and vote for Clinton? Sure, she violates your values. But on Wednesday, you'll be able to go to work and tell everyone you voted for the winner. Whoa, won't that feel wonderful? Or 
you could just vote for who you think would be the best president. Stop worrying. Republicans will keep him in line. Will they? Will they? They're already crumbling to his will, and he's not even president yet. The man has offered a $1 trillion stimulus plan. $1 trillion. That's basically Obama's stimulus plus Hillary's stimulus. And none of them are even politely disagreeing. But we're supposed to believe that when Trump is sitting behind the resolute desk, he's going to suddenly find value in the virtue of competing opinions. Seriously? When you think about it for a second, you realize you hadn't previously thought about it for a second. The search for a third option is where I am, and that is where I am. While I ardently am never Trump, I am also ardently never Hillary. Hillary. So to find an admittedly imperfect solution, I went through a process of elimination. I entered this election after the primary, expecting that I would vote for Gary Johnson, to be honest about it. While I knew I disagreed with him on several things, I really want a libertarian to be president. I want someone who is going to make me feel uncomfortable with suggestions of government that is too small. That's going to be difficult, but that's what I want. If Austin Peterson had wound up winning the primary, I'm pretty sure I would have voted for him. But Johnson was never able to win me over. His breaks from libertarian doctrine were mostly in the wrong areas for me, and he's never seemed passionate enough about the things I like about libertarianism. The part of me that wants to use my vote strategically kept Johnson in the picture until the end. You know, ballot status, party advantages, the generalized recognition of the party and the ideas it supposedly represents are decent reasons to root for the highest vote total possible for Johnson tonight. And I will do, in my head, I will be rooting for that. But I have officially eschewed strategic voting. It is dead to me. Eschewed. You have been eschewed. Daryl Castle is the most conservative candidate in the race on several important issues. He seems to actually care about the Constitution and limiting government to what our founders intended. His tax plan that you probably heard discussed on this program is at least another interesting addition to a conversation that desperately needs one. I do have some disagreements with him on foreign policy, a few other things that we've discussed in those interviews. But it's important to note, if there is a third party that is needed and the libertarians choose not to serve conservatives, the Constitution Party may wind up being the most pragmatic vessel for the advancement of conservative principles. In the end, however, I cast my vote for Evan McMullen. Uh, I think he has a solid resume to be in a position of leadership. I think he will if he doesn't win the presidency, which is obviously an uphill battle. I think he will wind up uh, doing that. Now, he's smart. He's served our country. He's spent time in finance, and he actually has developed policy. In addition, and this is a crazy thing this year, Evan McMullen seems to actually be a normal human being. It's probably a missed opportunity to just not use that. Just Evan McMullen, yeah. normal, normal guy. human being, 2016. Mm -hmm. I think you should have just gone with that. In Utah, however, Evan can still win. He can win mm -hmm. without helping Hillary. If Trump is somehow close enough to 270 electoral votes that McMullen keeps him from crossing that line, good. It will also mean that Hillary has not crossed that line and it will go to the House. There, at least McMullen will serve as an insurance policy in case Trump does actually start shooting people on Fifth Avenue, which I only put it at a 25-30% possibility. When people try and talk me into voting for Trump, they will often say, well, you know, if you can agree with 70% of the candidates' policies, that should be enough. This is a much more effective argument for McMullen than it is for Trump. By all appearances, Evan McMullen is an honorable and intelligent guy. He has good experience for the job he's applying for. He would walk into the White House with foreign policy expertise, economic credentials, and an understanding 
of how Washington works. He also has, to my knowledge, never been on a bus with Billy Bush. In a perfect world, I would love to have more time to know him as a candidate, but I would also prefer to have abs, which I do not have. We live in the world that we live in. I don't endorse candidates, but I do tell you what I'm thinking and who I voted for, and I voted for Evan McMullen. So why should you do exactly the same thing? If I'm not endorsing candidates, why am I telling you to do the exact same thing that I did? Well, I'm not talking about voting for my candidate. I am talking about taking the freaking time to really think about your vote. Take the time to make yourself uncomfortable and ask every annoying question you can think of. If you're no good at being uncomfortable, then you can't stop saying exactly the same. Mm -hmm. Don't let yourself off the hook with arguments like, I don't have a choice. Only one of these two can win. That is a way to release yourself from responsibility. Binary. Yes. Binary. <laughs> Just re keep repeating that word you've never used before last week. Binary. <laughs> That's been so oh, overused God, during so this bad. election cycle, I'm going to vomit if yeah. somebody says it to me again. <laughs> if you truly think Trump or Clinton would be the best president of the options available, then proudly cast that vote. Feel good about it. I don't judge you for making a difficult choice in an impossibly dark situation. Just don't back into it. If your logic is that everyone else will vote for the two parties, you have to realize that you are letting everyone else control your choice. It's your vote. Be honest with yourself and give it to the person you truly think would be the best president. In other words, uh, vote your conscience. Now, I did include, uh, I wrote this up on Medium. You can check it out there and share it, please, with everyone so they can uh, hopefully think about this election in, a, in, in that way. But I did have to include the boilerplate disclaimer when writing about Trump. I don't care if you are going to tell other people that it's my fault if Trump loses. I don't care. You own it! You own it, Stu! I don't You own it! You own it! I don't care. You own it! I, I don't you care. You own all of Hillary's policies! I, if she wins today, you win! I you own I, all of her policies! I, I, Everyone, the Supreme Court nominee! I, I don't I don't You care. own it! I don't care if you think that. Her her policy in the Middle East, you own it! So why, 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 why not? Why? Her increase in taxes. You own it. Why would I care? If it's like that? you raise taxes on me. I don't care you own if it. you think I raise taxes on you. I don't care. I don't care if you think I'm going to get fired or if my company is going to go out of business. I don't care if you think that. I don't care if you're dumb enough to believe forged documents that circulate on the Internet designed to troll stupid people. I don't care if you think I'm mad just because Ted Cruz lost. I could have happily voted for seven of eight. Get over Ted Cruz! I don't, I, I don't, that's what I'm saying. Get I don't over care it. if you think that. I don't care because uh, I got to vote for seven or eight of them. Okay, Ted Cruz lost! Move on! Go. Oh, move, move on to Donald Trump! I don't move care on. if you think I'm not being loyal to the white race. I will leave it to you to look at the world in terms of collectivist. Traitor! You're a traitor to your race! I, traitor! I'm not a collectivist. I don't think about things in identity politics. That's not how I work. I don't care if you know alt-right four-letter words. Uh, what about what about right to life? Huh? You own that, too! When Hillary appoints a Supreme Court justice who mm. uh, keeps uh, Roe v. Wade going like it's been going for 50 years! <laughs> you own that! I wasn't even alive when That's Roe v. Wade That's my favorite one. That's yeah. my favorite one. Uh, but I'm responsible for I'm it I'm responsible, now. okay. Uh, I, I love that. By the way, I voted for a pro-life candidate. Yeah, I mean, so you know, uh, that's that's who Evan McMullen is. I don't care if you know all right four letter words that you <laughs> discovered while fantasizing about my sex life. I am fully like what? I, you, you must have seen one. Cuck. 
Oh, yeah. Cuckservative? I don't... I, <laughs> that's right. right that's I a, forgot about cuckservative. It's, it's like a weird insult. It's like, <laughs> I've been thinking about your sex life so much, I'm going to insult you. <laughs> okay, dude. I, I, I am fully... Cuckservative. Yeah, I am... Oh, no. No. Don't say that. No, please me. don't. I, I just... Oh, call I, me I, and, I, and I included this because it's just like, <laughs> it's amazing that these people think that we would care about such things. Like, I know. They think they're getting to you, and it's like, I... I I don't know. I don't waste. I don't want you to waste your time. It's sad. I am fully unimpressed by your racial nerd culture. That is not who I am. I also don't care if you think I'm on my high horse. Oh, my horse golly, is so high that I can't even hear you when you try to tell me that I'm on my high horse. Right. I am fully on my high horse, and you know what? You should shoot for that too. Be on a horse so high that you're actually holding yourself to some freaking standard. Yeah, it's either high horse or, okay, Mr. Principles yeah. and Values! Like, that's a terrible I know. thing. I mean, when that becomes an insult, <laughs> what an insult. you oh my are gosh. lost. When that is, it, when, it, when, when principles and lost. values are freaking insults, yeah. you've the, the lost... Over. It's over at that point. And so I hope <sighs> I hope it's not a joke for that many people. Yeah. You know, you mentioned the 70 percent thing. If you agree with somebody 70 percent of the time, that should be enough. I don't even come close to agreeing with no. Trump on 70 oh, percent of the issues. Close. Yeah, and that's what I said. Not anywhere near. I'll bet I don't agree with him on half of that. Yeah. I know. And, I, and again, we've talked about this uh, off the air as we were making this decision. There is no one that I can get to 100 percent or even close to 100 percent that actually is running. Castle comes the closest. Castle, Castle might come the closest, but there was some I'm worried about his foreign yeah. policy. Yeah, really, we're uh, too we, worried. And so I went, like you did, with Evan. Yeah, and Evan, while I don't agree with Evan on everything either, right. I mean, I think he was the best option available. But that's probably um, a 70 percent issue. Now, he, yeah. I probably agree with on 70 percent of things. Right. It's not, not like Trump. And it was enough. And what, Trump is maybe of at twenty, maybe. Yeah, and honestly, that twenty percent, I would not feel good. I would not feel strongly about. Like, for example, here's one thing: Trump has come out and and advocated late in the campaign. I'm sure he had never thought about it before. I have no idea what he actually believes about it, but I can see Donald Trump actually believing term limits should be a thing, and so I could see that he actually buys mm. that, and I also actually buy that. Yeah. So. You know, yeah. there's one. There are a couple of things that he I actually... He never mentioned it. He never mentioned it. As far as I know. Right. It's a complete Steve Bannon life. play. Yeah. Bannon is smart enough to know that 80-some-odd percent of people support it. It's yeah. a smart, drain-the-swamp sort of play. I doubt Donald Trump has ever thought about it in his life. But it's the type of thing you could see him, just because he likes to be anti-establishment, you could see him actually maybe advocating for a little bit. Yeah. Or somebody brought it up to him, and he, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I, I don't think he actually has any passion for it, but at least I think I might actually agree with him on that one. There's a couple of things like that. But, like, most of the stuff he actually seems to really believe and have passion for, I actually think the actual opposite. Like, trade is the perfect example of that. I mean, I think his, his position on trade is horrible, not only for our country, but for the world. It's an mm -hmm. actually anti-human being policy. That's how strongly I feel about it. Um, it is a, a horrible thing for actual people living and dying. It's that bad. Um, not to mention, it's going to make your electronics a lot more expensive. But that's a whole other story. Um, it really is, I think, really it's horrible. It's going to make everything more expensive. And I, yeah, everything. and I will say this. Hillary is better 
on that. It's not like they're both equally bad on that one. No, Hillary is right. much better on trade than Donald Trump is. Uh, but again, and that's this, only one it, issue, and it doesn't make me want to vote for her because I'm, I'm, I'm right. almost zero percent with her, too. And her trade policy isn't actually good. It's but just better than his. trillion dollar stimulus that Trump is, is proposing. When Obama proposed the $787 billion, yeah. it was the end, end of, the world. of the world for Republicans, including us. We fought hard against that. Yep. And we should have, as they should have. Where the hell are they now? Yeah, nowhere. None of them are. Rush Limbaugh's not even saying anything about it. To I, my knowledge. I don't know. I haven't listened to him. I mean, but. Maybe he did, and I just missed it. But good golly. How is it possible you support a candidate whose big thing right out of the box heading into the election is, yeah, uh, her thing is like a quarter of what I'm proposing. I'm going a trillion dollar stimulus. We got to fix the broken infrastructure. Our bridges and roads are crumbling. That's such bull crap. Yeah. That's Barack Obama bull crap. And I, I mean, if you drive on the roads and the highways and the bridges in America, you know they're not all crumbling. Do some of them need repair? Yes, but is this a major issue you're going to spend a trillion dollars on? No, you let the states and the municipalities handle it. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. And I you mean, leave the federal government out of it. Let's give it. A, a, I mean, think about this for a minute, Pat. It's not just the stimulus program that we fought so hard about against. We fought really hard against Obamacare as well. The yeah. combined yes. total of Obamacare plus the stimulus. It was roughly, when it was proposed, and I know we, there's obviously differences here, but when it was proposed, and that's where we are with Trump at the level of proposal, the proposed levels was about $1.7 trillion. Okay? Mm-hmm. One point, it was 1.69 or 1.68. trillion. Well, almost. Yeah, almost. But it was like, I think 1.68. billion a month for <laughs> Exactly. Donald Trump's most recent proposals, one, a $1 trillion proposal, two, a $680 billion child care act. All right. So oh you combine gosh. those two, you have the stimulus plus Obamacare. That's before That's he be- insures every living human being yep. with medical insurance. Right, and he said it cost me a couple of votes, but I'm going to do it anyway. Pay for, and he and, doesn't care. And it would be one thing if people were saying, "Holy crap!" If hey, look, I got to vote for Trump because I don't want Hillary. But you know what? When he gets into office, the first thing we're doing is fighting against these policies because right. these are terrible. It's not even the the not level of passion you just saw from Pat, uh, who you know is passionately and actually cares about this crap. It's not even polite disagreement. No, it's not even like well, if Donald does win, we really need to talk to him because this is too much spending. We don't have this money, <laughs> no. you know. But I mean, he is no. still the right candidate they're for not, this time. They're it's not, not even, even mentioning it. They won't even do that to him, and he's not no. even president yet. This guy will spend us into oblivion. Oblivion, and he'll have Republicans on his side doing it. So, I mean, that's why, and I'm not voting for her either. That's why I went with Evan McMullen. I think he's the best choice for our time. He's got a shot in Utah. It's it's an uphill battle. He probably, I mean, the polling is showing that Trump will probably win there. But if you have a chance to vote, at least go through the process. That's all I care about. If you can get to that point, and many have, where they're like, you know what? Trump is actually good. It's he's actually a good candidate. If you could get there. Do it. I was so proud of my people in Utah for a while. Mm-hmm. So darn proud of them. Yeah. Because they were going a different way. Yeah. You know, everybody, like everybody's swimming downstream when they started swimming upstream. No, we're not going to accept this garbage you fed us. 
no, I'm not taking your crap sandwich. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I'm going somewhere else with something that I can stomach and something that fits my principles and values. We're going to go with Evan McMullen. You guys do whatever you want. Well, that went out the window when a couple of influential it's, people yeah. showed up at a Trump rally and turned everything around. It is still close, though, I will say. I it's mean, close. I mean, it would be great. And, it, and even so, it was only a few polls that showed him up by four. But still, he had a real shot. And then he went from up by four to down by 10 or 12. Yeah. And, and I, I think, think he's cut that to five now. Yeah. I think two things happen there. What you're talking about, um, and you can go into as much detail as you feel comfortable on that one. Um, but the other part of it is the electorate mm. shifted a little bit back towards Trump. This is pre-FBI. When oh, McMullen right. was leading, That's true. the FBI yeah. thing happens. And generally speaking, the electorate shifted back to Trump. And I think at that point... People in Utah who are thinking, well, if Trump actually has a chance to win this, maybe I should go for Trump and try to stop Hillary. Um, uh, they decided to go back And that may have factored home. in. I hope that I factored so. in more than the other thing. Because two members of the church who were very influential and had positions in the church at one time, they don't anymore. But, but they showed up and people, I, I, think, I, I think people took it as sort of an endorsement from the church for Trump when they showed up at his rally. Yeah. And it wasn't even Trump that was there, it was Pence. Um, but they they did show up and supported his ticket, and I, I think that swayed a lot of people because a lot of people are influenced by that. As you know, it's like if the Pope or a big cardinal that everybody respected showed up in uh, Boston, right? You know, it's going to affect Catholic thinking, sure. right? Sure. Same thing's true with with LDS people, and and it's too bad that they didn't noodle that out. That this is not an endorsement by the church. They don't do that. And these are not even church officials. They're just members. Mm-hmm. Discount it. But, you know, Make and, and the most ironic thing was one of them is a woman who's, who, who talked all the time at conferences about respect for women. Respect yourself. Expect, demand respect from others. You know, uh, and then to show up at a rally with a guy who has no respect for women and it's pretty dang clear and it was shortly after the the billy bush tape came out he actually said you have to treat them like s yeah that's right so, is that respect i don't know that's that a borderline respect issue respect. he actually said it is required of you mm-hmm. to treat women like s you must i mean that's unbelievable he went so far as to tell uh, Howard Stern, that Stern could refer to his daughter <laughs> as a nice piece of ass. <laughs> you talk about respect for women, he doesn't even respect his own daughter. And not to mention the tape. I mean, the, the bus tape, yeah, uh, the bus tape which is, is obviously the biggest part of that, because yeah. that's how he was doing it when he didn't know he was on national radio. Right. I mean, you know. <laughs> Really uh, a shame. I know. I, I I don't know how. I don't know how you. Don't I don't know how. But again, it's 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 a mess. It's a mess. And you know what? The good thing is, it's the last day of this mess until the new mess starts tomorrow. So good for you. And who knows what will happen tomorrow? I don't know. But I will say one thing is <laughs> who one knows thing is, you'll one... be owning it is what's going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And one thing Jeffrey. is certain. Uh, in addition to Stu owning this whole thing. <sighs> Changes are coming. Mm-hmm. And there probably are difficult times ahead. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't know exactly what's going to happen. But, you know, something could happen, whether it's weather-related, economy-related. 
job related, whatever, you want to be prepared and you don't want to have to depend on the government. Yeah, I mean, it could be something minimal like that, or it could be what we're facing right now is that we've almost finished the entire box of McDonald's cookies we got this morning. Um, and at some point, that's going to be over. Crisis. And then what do we do then? I mean, mm. you know, let's let's be honest about it. You need to be prepared for anything. Right. And that's why we'll probably cook up some My Patriot Supply right after that and immediately <laughs> shove that down our gullets because we're disgusting. Uh, get we, get four uh, weeks of uh, easy-to-prepare food for only $99. This is good food. It's quality food that you'd actually want to eat in a scenario where the only emergency is cookie shortages. Uh, <laughs> 888-411-5290 is the number, or go online, preparewiththeblaze.com. You see the deal right here at 99 bucks. Uh, you know, four-week food supply. This is going to knock out almost all of the contingencies you're planning for, and you can do it really cheaply. The food lasts for 25 years. It's it's an awesome deal. Four weeks for $99 plus free shipping. So call them, 888-411-5290 or preparewiththeblaze.com. Well, you're going You out. caught us unawares. Oh, my gosh. We weren't expecting here. you to come back. Mm. <laughs> wow. So here's uh, 30. We got Politico has a list. 33 things that we'll decide that we will decide today, of course, that have nothing to do with Trump or Clinton. We're going to go through some of these. I'm more than ready. Okay. I, I was born ready for this. I mean, I, I, I mean, I can't wait to you, do you this. You seem list. to be on the right page of the document. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's uh, why I'm me- stalling because I <laughs> okay. I've never been more excited okay, about just, anything just, ever. You could just listen. I I'm gonna start talking. And am about this. Listen. Go ahead, uh, still walk us through. Uh, medical marijuana <laughs> is uh, winning over skeptics, even people like South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham. So you know it's got to be good. What? Um, it continues to get a lot of support at the voting booth this year. Issue has scored a place on ballots in Arkansas, Florida. Lindsey Graham is okay with medical marijuana? I guess he, guess he wasn't, and now he is. Wow. Arkansas, Florida, Montana, North Dakota. Um, a yes in any of those places would legalize medical marijuana. What about um, uh, uh, recreational? Recreational, four states. Um, five more. Uh, it's, excuse me. It's legal now in four. Five more today on the ballot. Um, you've got uh, California, Nevada, one, right? Arizona, California, okay. Maine, and Massachusetts. So you're going to get some pop. Wow. Jeffy, and your position on this is it's okay because you can still just sell it cheaper on the black market. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yes. It's, it right. costs them so much money to make this medical marijuana. And plus, if they it ends up going out for sale to the public because of it, uh-huh. they're going to tax it. Plus the uh, extra cost. I mean, I, 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 okay, my, I, I got it. Please. Okay, uh, just I guess we can just probably, more information. Just call me. I just call me. No, I don't. Set I, up don't a, I don't want to know getting, your drugs. Um, let's uh, let's just um, go through these, and we don't need to stop on every one. But uh, if there's any that kind of pop out as interesting, we can we can do them. Oregon could elect America's first openly bisexual governor. <gasps> um, I don't really care about what people <laughs> have want sex with, so uh, that's not really interesting to me. You may but soon have a constitutional right to hunt. And fish yeah. in uh, Montana and a couple other states. We talked about that, that briefly, um, and I think it's that's a weird one. I feel like it's a Second Amendment protection. Yeah, type I think of so thing. too. Um, it's, a, it's one of those preemptive strikes. Preemptive strikes. Yeah. yeah. For, the, uh, for the first it's time, never work. Uh, right. For the first time, a state government might institute a carbon tax. Uh, Washington Initiative 732. Um, voters across the state will decide whether to enact a tax on carbon. The first such statewide tax in the country. I actually kind of support this, not because I would want the tax. 
um, but I want to see it destroy Washington's economy so we don't do it anywhere else. Sorry, Washington. Uh, but, you know, I can see the liberals will probably vote this in, and then they'll have to deal with energy prices that will, you know, necessarily skyrocket, uh, if mm-hmm. I can put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you could. So that's a big one, and we'll see if that happens today. Although it says tax, when they describe it as a tax, a lot of times it doesn't pass. Uh, the number of states banning the death penalty could hit 21 now, which would be an all-time high. Uh, so bans on death penalty will go up. Yeah, yeah. we talked about that. Make sure if you're in Nebraska or Kansas, I know those are two of the states, make sure before you go to the polls, read the exact language on there and figure out which way you want to vote on that. Because it's a little weird. You're kind of reversing a ban, and so it's it's like a double negative. You need to make sure you read the exact I language on that. I get a kick that. out of these people who say, read the language. <laughs> uh, Colorado could implement the nation's only mm-hmm. statewide single-payer health care system. Yay! Colorado Cares uh, is, the, is on the ballot. Now, there's been some other ones that have done it with Let younger people and everything. Else. But again, this is what you're Let supposed them. to have. Yeah. Uh, you have a... Uh, um, I don't know that this will pass. Colorado's a purple state. No, I don't I think it will pass. pass but uh, We have 15 different test labs of democracy. Right. And I love that. I do yeah, love that. I do, too. No, knowing I, do too. Uh, I have a... a family member that lives in Colorado, and uh, I believe that it would pass. Really? Yeah, I'm sure that they... And now you have, I just want to make sure, you have all the evidence of a family member living in the state? That's correct. (laughs) Wow. That's correct. 100% evidence from them. If you'd like me to produce it again, I'd be happy to. I don't think I want you to produce it. All right. Uh, The end of of food stamps as we know it, what does that mean? Does uh, everybody goes to the card to make it look like a debit card? Uh, Let's see. By ending the federal program that sends low-income families food assistance every month, putting that money instead in the hands of state governments, the plan would essentially end a federal effort. So this is part of the Paul Ryan approach, which is like... would be better, actually. uh, Yes, it would be. Uh, The idea being... You you give the money instead of the federal government dishing it out to everybody. You give the money directly to the states and let them come up with a custom solution for their state. How that is a bad idea? Um, the only reason you would think it was a bad idea is if you want to control over it, which is what, of course, the federal government wants. Um, you know, why not have the states come up with a solution that's good for their communities, their mm-hmm. the communities in their in their areas? I, I don't know why that would be bad. Um, the number of Black Republicans in the U.S. House could drop from two to zero. Will Hurd and Mia Love are the two, uh, and they are in close races. Um, and uh, you know, Mia either, Love's not going to lose. I don't think she is either, but she's it's possible. She's she's vulnerable in that race. I think it's a lean Republican um, seat. So um, who's running against her? It's not one of the. I can try to find out if yeah, Jeff, maybe Jeffy maybe <clears throat> to dig that up. Uh, Maine might become America's biggest voting experiment. Yeah, this what is does what that I'm mean? Big, this is what I'm big on. This is the um, uh, uh, instant runoff voting, uh, ranked ranked voting. Oh, yeah. So this would right. be the situation. We talked about it briefly yesterday, but to walk mm-hmm. you through it again, if you're in Maine, please vote for this. Please, because I want to see it in action. I want it to be something that we can do everywhere because this, it gives voices to different ideas. The way it works is you go into the ballot, and let's say let's use the, uh, the presidential race because it's easy. Most people will say, well, I can't vote for Evan McMullen or Daryl Castle, because uh, if I do that, that's a vote that costs Trump a vote and she, he might lose to Clinton. So the way this would work is you'd go and you'd say, OK, number one, my number one choice, Evan McMullen. Number two, uh, Daryl Castle. Number three, Gary Johnson. Number four, Donald Trump. OK. Mm-hmm. And what would happen well. is they, they count all the votes up and then the person with the lowest vote total gets eliminated and those votes get redistributed to the other candidates until somebody gets uh, 50% of the vote. So you have someone, so you can, 
uh, vote in for the a third order party you wanted them. In, the, in the order that you wanted them. So you get to vote for your third party, and if that person doesn't win, your vote will still count for the main candidate. Like in this example, Trump, he, you, you would still get that support. I think that's a great idea, and um, it's, it's one idea. that, that people like have been tossing around for a long time. A lot of people say, well, people might be confused by it. First of all, every new idea people are confused by a little bit at the beginning. But if you want to go in and just vote for one candidate like you have now, a that's horseless totally fine. carriage? Right. That's impossible! <laughs> but if you want to go in and just vote, vote for Trump and that's it, you could do yeah. that. Yes. But I mean, let's say you're a Trump voter. I like that. Let's say you're a Trump voter and you say, you know what? Trump is my number one, but I don't want Clinton to get anything. So my number two might be McMullen and my number three might be Johnson and my number four might be Castle. Or you could use you could put just two or three and then or if five Trump wins. It doesn't it matter. doesn't matter. You already, you had your vote for already Trump. voted for Trump and if, then it stayed with Trump. If everyone decides to unite around Evan McMullen, um, then your vote would wind up going to McMullen instead of Clinton. Mm-hmm. There are no wasted votes in the system. And that's why the two parties nice. hate it so much. Yeah. Um, they really don't like it, and I'm sure you're, you get scare tactics from everybody, but it's something that I really think is a cool idea, and, and this is a great way to do it, too, which is try it out in a state, see what maybe people haven't thought about. You know, A lot of people really like this system. Some people don't. But, I mean, let's give it a shot. This is a great experiment. So if you're in Maine, I highly encourage you being my guinea pig. Uh, then there's background check loopholes on gun purchases that could be closed. Uh, Massachusetts could be the first state to regulate how chickens and cows live. <laughs> Interesting. Um, first Latina could be elected to the U.S. Senate. She's in Nevada. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Loretta Sanchez? No, it's uh, Catherine well, Cortez Mastro against uh, Joe Heck. This is a pure toss-up race. However, early voting in this one, because Trump is doing so poorly there, it looks like Heck is going to have a tough time, a heck of a time. <laughs> uh, winning that particular race. Oh, and your girl, your girl, me love, it's a toss-up. Uh, toss-up. Moved to a toss-up. She's running against the same person, Doug Owens, that ran against her last time. Oh, Owens. And she yeah. just beat him. Uh, by, yeah. It said here she lost, uh, she won by 4,000 votes in 2014. Wow. So this guy is making, I mean, it's He's close. back again. And, and again, and this time he's, he's pissed. And for all of all the people out there that are like, well, I can't believe Evan McMullen's running. He may very well save that seat because people who didn't want to vote for Trump have somebody to vote for. Right. And might make it to the polls and get the votes for Mia Love to actually hold that seat, which would be important yeah. uh, in the House race. Because it looks to me that the Rep- Republicans are going to re- uh, keep the House. However, if the Democrats were to be able to win all their leaning Democrat states uh, seats, plus win the toss ups, they're really close. Um, now, they, mm. that's tough. You don't win toss-ups or toss-ups for a reason. You usually don't sweep them. But if they can come close to sweeping them, it's going to be a really tight house. And if they can go a little bit better, if, they, if it's a landslide type of election, they can actually take the house back. What are the other just, uh, you know, really super interesting ones? Can we just skim through this now? Um, uh, yeah. Let's see running out of time here. Uh, cigarettes could get a lot more expensive for 51.4 million Americans. What, it, taxes? The higher taxes on cigarettes, or yeah, I don't. Off the top we, of my head, no. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Illegalizing them in several states. I mean, they, keep, uh, they keep doing this, and you know, uh, obviously, you tax something, you get less of it. That's the theory behind oh, it. Oh, here's a tax. fun one. California's porn industry mm-hmm. could be forced to use condoms. We've talked about that. So I think a little bit. That, that is just a weird law. I don't like we, it. We, uh, I don't we like want. The law. I'd porn, but we want it to be moral, moral porn. porn. And it's only moral, moral if you use a condom when you have 
You want protected sex. Uh, and this, right? is, this comes down to me to be a ridiculous overreach of government. It, oh, it, to take it seriously for a second. Ludicrous. What the hell kind of right do you have to tell, tell people what they do when they have sex? If you're going to allow porn to occur... You know, yes. uh, you're going to micromanage. If you're going to I allow mean, it to occur, right. you know, you can, and we do. Yeah, I mean, so it's, you, you can't you can't do that. I don't think. I mean, that is a, I mean, that's a ridiculous thing. And now there's some. Can you also regulate what that. sex acts they can perform on exactly. each other? What happened to the liberals who sure. were like, "Wait a minute, you can't you get out of my bedroom." What happened to that? Yeah. I mean, they just uh, you know, it's it's to me weird. It's, uh, that's now, a weird one. Now they're going to argue it's disease. Yes, um, it's all health. It's all health related, and I can understand and then that it argument. Spreads However, to I will the say, regular population. Relatively, no, porn stars are not having sex with regular people. That's not happening. Well, Jeffy, did you want to? Well, step Jeffy, in on that yes, one? I will. Uh, they shut down that industry a couple of times because people have tested positive. Although uh, I will say, for, for what diseases. those people do for a living, mm-hmm. I will say they've generally speaking kept the diseases out of uh, relatively clean because they, they test on. I mean, they have they to test, test on a regular all basis. The time. So the government's already got their hand in. Mm-hmm. I mean, that you know they're testing. And look, I got I got it. I mean, I understand, but it's like you know, and they sh- obviously should want to be tested all the time, right? I mean, if you're in that industry, yeah. you just, just want to. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey. Not, shut up. Okay. Uh, soda taxes uh, is another big thing. I think that was passed in Philly, right? The soda tax. Um, there's a three front war in California on those taxes. Um, San Francisco, Oakland, and Albany will all weigh in on the sin tax this November. Um, you know. The beverage industry is spending a lot on this because they know it's going to wind up really screwing them in the end. Um, but uh, they're also completely right on the issue. So mm-hmm. I don't care if they're a lobbyist group, if they're right. Right. Like that's mm-hmm. what lobbyist groups are. They're supposed to fight for values. Uh, and everyone's like, well, the be- beverage industry is spending 30 million dollars on this. Right. So it's going to cost you a hell of a lot more than 30 million dollars if they pass it. You should be happy. They're spending the money for you to stop it. Uh, now, if you want, I mean, should the government be telling you what you can and cannot drink? I mean, seriously, no. it's, it's a ridiculous, ridiculous no. thing. Uh, minimum wage is up. Uh, a lot of raises for that. Um, yeah, let's see. Anything else here? Uh, age limit for judges. Kind of interesting. Um, there is there, there's not at least for Supreme Court. There's no age limit. Right. Pennsylvania you might raise their maximum old. age from 70 to 75. Um, which I, that means like even our, all our candidates would be <laughs> we don't have any candidates yeah. under 75 anymore. Uh, California will push the upper limits on how much you can tax its wealthiest residents. This is always an interesting one. Top bracket um, would be 13.3 percent. Uh, and then raise income tax by 3 percent on household income over two hundred thousand dollars. Um, Washington going for more gun laws, even though they've been ruled uh, unconstitutional there. Uh, and that's uh, basically it. All right, triple eight seven two seven Beck. Uh, more patents too on election day coming up. I love patents too on election day. Oh man, I, I love them. It's my day. favorite election day. But and uh, the patents too election day. Let me show you something. Uh, okay. You know, I mean seriously. You know what I'm saying is that, uh, that those. Pretty Thank you. Very nice. I that, so we are way. we are close to the end. Uh, but I, I, no, go ahead, sing no, some no. more if you'd like. Because oh, that was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the end is near, by the way, because a Pat said nice singing stew. <laughs> yeah, and uh, b not only are we going to have Donald Trump and or Hillary Clinton be our next president, uh, 
And no pot, a- no sex, mm-hmm. no soda, no smokes. It's over. Mm-hmm. It's over. It is. It's done. It is a bizarre thing. It's I will done, say uh, the Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. That's probably unlikely. No, uh, unlikely. Door, yeah. So. Um, yeah, Probably so. can't happen. So mm-hmm. it could. Uh, uh, you know, unless we go back to the old yeah. style, where the top two <laughs> going to be president and vice president. That was a weird thing. You know, the libertarians kind of still do that. Um, in uh, At they, the convention? Well, no, they don't actually, because they do. No, yeah, they, they they, what they don't do. They have a weird thing at their convention, which is they don't allow the president to name the vice president. So, like, if really? like Gary Johnson won, and then he had to go in front of the crowd and plead for Bill <clears> Weld. And say, please vote for Bill Weld as my vice president. He's going to be the one I want, and and we're going to be campaigning. And please vote for him. Really? And so then, then the convention has to decide whether they listen to the president and vote for his vice president or That's not. That's weird. They should yeah. not have. They should not have. They think they know that now. Um, and there was, a, I think, I think Austin Peterson actually said this at one point. I could be wrong on this, but I think he actually said he went to Johnson and was like, "Well, you know, let's do this together." And Johnson rejected him. Which I mean, of course he did. Yeah, of course he did because Johnson knows that. <laughs> Uh, he because was it, not the man. Here's why. Because this had to be the election where every single party you've ever heard of had the worst possible <laughs> candidate in history. Yeah. Well, except, every party. The only exception to that probably for me would be Daryl Castle. Would be Daryl Castle. Is, uh, yeah, and people have heard of the Constitution Party. It's just not very but, prevalent. But it's not very prevalent. And, and you know, it's, I, and I wouldn't say he was a dynamic uh, that's, speaker. And that's what killed no, him, right? He wasn't not the ball dynamic, of fire. He was a normal Constitution Party candidate, I yeah. feel like. You know, he was yeah. in the pocket there. Johnson is like, a, it's insane. Now, he's going to set the all-time record for libertarian votes. And he's going to say, wait a minute, I, I, I freaking blew away. Not only did he win, he set, he's going to be breaking his own record for 2012. So he set the record in 2012, and he's going to blow it away this year. So, I mean, you know, there's an argument to, to say that for Johnson, I mean, if he wasn't such a terrible speaker, he still might have done very well in this election. How good could that have How been? How could that have been? He might, I mean, if you they, might be talking about a libertarian a president. Yeah, you might be. And I don't know, like, let's say if you, if you had Rand Paul, I think you might be talking about a libertarian president. Yeah. If you had uh, Austin Peterson... I think he would have made a really a good debt. I think he might have made the debates. And if he makes the debates then against those two, first of all, he would have done well in those debates because yeah. he's, a, he's, you know, he's a smart guy and a good speaker. Uh, he's also obviously the only one uh, under the age of 914, <laughs> uh, which would have been... At 35. He's 35, and that probably he would have been a problem. Legitimately, at the, cu- at the minimum... You can be and still become president. Un- unlikely he would have won, I think, because <laughs> because of that. However, he would have set himself off nicely for a 2020 yeah. run. And, you know, he was a legitimate, good libertarian candidate. Yeah. He was he was pretty conservative on most things, and, and he was pro-life. Yep. He Which is, was you know, reasonable on immigration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although he, <laughs> I think he said yeah. in a perfect world he'd like to see... Uh, a lot more. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He, uh, but uh, it's a weird thing with libertarians. I, I don't fully comprehend well, it. I mean, like, I don't know. In a perfect world, I mean, I, you know, it would be great if everyone didn't want to harm you and didn't want to do things to Imagine you. Imagine. Right. Exactly. There's no borders. There's no point of even addressing a perfect world because the world's not perfect. We're, yeah. we're aware of this. Yeah. Um, however, the world was perfect in this one moment of nature. And this is uh, potentially... <laughs> this is amazing. Well, let's just watch it because we're really short on time. Here yeah. it is. Snakes okay. and iguanas. Watch. Snakes' eyes aren't very good, but they can detect movement. So if the hatchling keeps its nerve, it may just avoid detection. Wow, 9.2 million viewers. 
watched the debut episode of Planet Earth 2 on wow. Sunday. Wow. I gotta watch this first season, Eric. Uh, okay, so the snakes are... They seem to be stalking the iguana. The iguana's faster than you might think. Look how many of these freaking snakes come out after this thing, though. There's over 17 million snakes after him right now. Look at that! How did I get these shots? Wow. I don't know. I don't know. And then it gets caught, and they start to wrap around him. I mean, how is he getting out of this? And this is where... This is where he could uh, be strangled to death, and he sneaks out instead and takes off. <laughs> I am out of here. That is, and the snake again. is still coming after him. And look at this snake falls down here, falls down a big hole as he crosses, crosses the jump here. Yeah, this is awesome. He misses oh. him and then Whoa, falls. Oh. And the iguana's safe and reaches his mommy. Or dad, Amazing. I can't really tell. I, I, I don't know. I was mom. The gender of the iguana. Perhaps they're gender fluid. Well, that a special order startup says. So, why are elections held on Tuesday? Why? Well, uh,. They used Just to, to piss people off. Yeah. States used to decide their own voting dates and uh -huh. had all sorts of different things all over the country. 1792, a law was passed mandating the state elections be held within a 34-day period before that day. So most elections took place in November, and that was because everyone was a farmer. That was a big deal. Um, they mm -hmm. tried to figure out what day it would be. Monday was out because it would require people to travel to the polls um, on, on the Sabbath. Oh, right, they didn't right, want to right. do that. Mm -hmm. um, Wednesday was also not an option because it was a market day and farmers wouldn't be able to make it to right. the polls, so they decided on Tuesday. What and about Saturday when most people don't work? They wouldn't get back to Sabbath day. The Sabbath day. Wait, what? Sabbath day. Sabbath day. And stop. Okay.